Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Apparently, who plays quarterback? Not all that important in the NFL. It's Canty and Carlin, except it's Amber and Carlin. I'm sorry, it's force of habit, Amber Wilson, that I would say Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. What's going on? Uh, happy to be here, whether I'm Canty or whether I'm Amber. Let's go. <laughs> well, she, of course, of the new show, Joe and Amber, which begins on January the 3rd. We're in for Greeny today, and we have got so much to get to throughout the course of the show. A ton on the Dolphins and Bills tomorrow night, a ton on all the games this weekend. So let's not waste any time. Let's roll. Well, Amber, the place to start is that game last night, and... The 49ers winning the NFC West and Brock Purdy. I, I'm really just blown away right now. I, I don't get it. Is Kyle Shanahan this brilliant of a coach? Is the 49ers system just too perfect that anybody can step in and play quarterback and give you an opportunity to win? I know how good their defense is. All you have to do is watch last night to see it. But, Amber, how is it? that somebody who was the last pick in the draft this past year can step in and the 49ers do not miss a beat. It's like we're living in a simulation, right? Where <laughs> where we actually say, hey, let's just take Mr. Irrelevant and plug him into Shanahan's system and see how it goes. You know, like let's start a new reality television like that or a new league here in the NFL. And apparently it goes pretty darn well. And Carla, now I feel like we know nothing. Like we know nothing yeah. about evaluating quarterbacks period. Because how can you take the guy who almost didn't get drafted and you just plug him in as a starter and it looks like the 49ers haven't missed a beat. A passer rating of 117 last night from Purdy, 17 to 26, 217 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. It was clear his system was, hey, let's run it all through that running game. Let's run it all through Christian McCaffrey, which man, that McCaffrey pickup might end up being the most important pickup of this entire NFL season. But that's the brilliant of Shanahan as he puts his quarterbacks in a position a position for success Carlin and now I have no idea how to evaluate quarterbacks like I am questioning everything that we've ever known about the NFL is Patrick Mahomes even good I don't know maybe it's Andy <laughs> Reid let's take Mr. Irrelevant throw him into the Chiefs see what happens yeah listen I, I won't go that far but it does throw me off because I'm looking through all of the the stats this morning outside of just uh, the ones that you just cited too like, well, there must be something that he's not doing well. Well, when they pressure him, the numbers aren't amazing, but they're not. he's not turning the football over. That's what I know. Like, this guy has stepped in, and the 49ers, from a quarterback standpoint, uh, they certainly expected Trey Lance to be a dominant player in the league. And that's why they traded up all those picks to go and get him a couple of years ago. Having said that, can you really justify it in your mind right now? Like, was that a good idea to trade up all that capital to go and get Trey Lance when you held on to Jimmy G, you were ready to get rid of him, and you didn't lose any part of 
production this year, and now you slide in Brock Purdy, and that's not hurting you either. It could be just pure happenstance of having the right guy for the right system at the right time. And if that's the case, like good on the 49ers for recognizing that he would be a good fit as a potential third quarterback if they ever needed to go to him. But I look at this now, and if I'm John Lynch, I'm thrilled. And at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe I could be getting, you know, some some answers in some other spots instead of uh, sitting in draft hell for a couple of years here. If I'm John Lynch, I'm thrilled because I look like a genius because of what you just said, like the right guy at the right time. I mean, I have a really hard time believing that they actually knew Brock Purdy was the right guy, right? Like, what's that? Like, where was he slated on their draft board? We're talking about Mr. Irrelevant. I feel like he was just some dude sitting there and they're like, eh, why not? You know, and they pick him up and now it looks like. They have its diamond in the rough. It's obviously about Shanahan's system. I do think that there's a couple of ways to look at this, though, when it comes to Trey Lance. If you can slide in Mr. Irrelevant and he can look like this, then I think if you're a Niners fan, you're like, okay, then, yeah, Trey Lance can look like anything. He's supposedly the far more talented player than Brock Purdy coming out of college, so Shanahan clearly can turn anybody into anything. We'll be sitting pretty then with Trey Lance. And that's saying something, because I'm one who's been critical in the past of them moving on from more of a given producer and Jimmy G, not that I think Jimmy G is the greatest quarterback in the league, but in that system, you knew he worked within that system with Trey Lance. There's a lot of questions. Now, after seeing it work with Mr. Irrelevant, I'm like, all right, why not move on to Trey Lance or whomever else is going to be on a rookie contract and be much cheaper? So that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it, though, is what you just suggested, which they gave Mm. up a whole lot of picks to move up, to get Trey Lance, and maybe they could have just, you know, taken some dude in the fifth round, and it would have looked the same. So what was the point of that? Yeah, listen, you you feel great about it, but maybe it's just the part of me that would worry or that would um, – it's not even a negative thought. It's just, okay, this is going great right now. I, I've got three games left in the regular season. I have clinched the NFC West. I have an excellent chance with a dominant defense to go and win, but am I just not seeing fully the truth right now? In other words, I'm worried about in the coming weeks that you may not see the rookie problems that a guy is going to go through until it matters the most, until we get to the postseason. Because when I look at the 49ers, I don't exactly think they're going to get tested. I mean, Washington's tough. And and you're going to play the kid as much as you can to make sure that he gets uh, as much experience as he can. Uh, But then you got the Raiders and you got Arizona. Like, I worry that those first real bumps in the road are going to come when it matters the most. And this is the trickiest part for the 49ers. The chance to win is right now. The, the chance to win is this year, it's next year. This is why we've talked about Tom Brady being a, a possibility for the 49ers next year. Not just because he's from out there, but because it's, it's just too ideal of a fit. And I guess if I'm John Lynch, I'm loving it. But at the same time, am I waiting for the other shoe to drop at the wrong time? I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they do for the rest of the season now moving forward because they're not going to fall any lower than that third seed 
in the NFC. Technically, they could still catch the Eagles for that one seed, unlikely, but still very likely here that they could get to that number two spot in the NFC. But does Shanahan care about that? Because now we're in a situation where Debo Samuel's nursing the the sprained knee and the sprained mm-hmm. ankle. You know, the injuries are piling up. I mean, goodness, the injuries on that team. And so do you want to put your team in a position where you're trying to really put stock in winning these games when you're not going to slip any lower than that third seed in the NFC anyways as we come down the stretch here in the regular season? Or do you want to rest guys and make sure they're healthy for the postseason? But the problem is resting guys isn't going to help Brock Purdy, right? Because of no. the problems that you just said. Like, if you're, he's going to have that rookie game, which – we feel like that rookie game's got to be coming, but if he's going to have it, you'd much rather him have it in the regular season. You don't want to see those cracks in the foundation showing up in the postseason. Postseason games are different. The pressure's certainly going to be different. And for a guy going from Mr. Irrelevant to now one of the most relevant players in the National Football League, you want to make sure he's got his reps underneath him with the main guys on your team. So that's going to be an interesting balancing act for Shanahan here moving forward. What really is, is clear to me, Amber, is that the 49ers have, let's just call it what it is, it's a dominant, dominant defense. And by the end of this, if they go on to win the Super Bowl, it could be one of the all-time great defenses. It's definitely, in my mind, capable of that at this point. You look at what Nick Bosa's doing. I mean, Nick Bosa is, you know, Michael Parsons just has a better PR agent, you know, basically. Because Nick Bosa's had just an amazing year. And if he's not Defensive Player of the Year, I think in, in my mind right now, something's wrong. Um, if we're looking at this 49ers team, and they are as dominant as they have been defensively, I don't know if, I don't know if the Eagles are beating them. I, I really don't. I think the Eagles' defense is good, but I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's this. And you're talking about whether they're going to be the two-seed or the one-seed, or wherever they are, I'm not sure it matters. Uh, I'm not sure it matters. I think that's because, as we know, defense travels, and, and man, this defense is going to travel. It feels like staying healthier. With the adversity that this team has faced now all season, staying healthier may be a far more primary concern than where they end up in that one, two, or three seed in the NFC. But they've certainly gotten this far last night. Goes a long way towards that. Normally, the Seahawks have the Niners number, so big win. I mean, the, the score doesn't even tell the story of that game. It was a more lopsided game than that final score shows. But it all comes down to Brock Birdie being able to protect that football, right? And that's Ooh. Kyle Shanahan's scheme. And if those mistakes start showing up, if the interceptions start matching the touchdowns, then we might run into a problem. But so far, it's been amazing watching this story develop. It's Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, and for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance can protect your small business with over 30 coverage options, an easy-to-use mobile app, personalized discounts, and more. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Discounts and coverage selections not available in all states and situations. Up next, it, it just... We're sitting here wondering that it just can't be this easy, right? Well, we'll get the word of a guy that used to have to defend it all the time and is a Super Bowl champion to fill us in on what we're seeing right now and if this is normal. It's Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Greeny, the podcast. Brock Purdy was certainly in the zone last night. In the zone brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. In just 30 seconds, we'll find out if this is real or is it just a bizarre happenstance from one of our experts. Rob Nankovich joins us in just moments. It's Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio, AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road. Like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service, the AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,000 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Amber, I guess Washington will be a decent test for them, for Purdy in particular, next week. And it's certainly clear that the Seahawks' defense has not been great this season. But it's still, I I still find myself worried that the one time we're going to find out about real issues that Purdy will have will come when it costs the 49ers the most. 
Well, certainly when you're talking about a postseason team with real postseason expectations, which is exactly the job that he stepped into, then the pressure is going to be something that's hard for any of us, I think, to fully understand. I think these last couple games, Carlin, it's like, oh, okay, Brock, we don't expect anything, right? Like Jimmy G goes down. We know Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy G goes down. All of a sudden, we're rolling in some dude that nobody, most people, let's be honest, are not very familiar with, right? Is Mr. Relevant, we all find out. And I think the expectations were so low the problem is now that we have seen it work for these couple games he's almost going to be his own worst enemy because the expectations are going to start ramping back up to the expectations that we previously had for this 49ers team because now we're thinking okay they've got the pieces Shanahan's got the system doesn't matter if you're Mr. Irrelevant or Mr. Most Irrelevant you're going to be able to slide into the system and the expectation isn't going to just be to win some games in the postseason but it's going to be to find yourself in a position like Jimmy Garoppolo once found himself in right where you're really competing in this system for a Super Bowl and I think that that the pressure of that plus just the way that the play ramps up in the postseason it's completely unpredictable how somebody like Brock Purdy is going to handle that stage he's never been on it before Carlin no he hasn't and I I honestly I don't even know if it's just the stage or what it is but this is one of those circumstances that really I can't explain, and we will get into it more through the course of the show uh, in just a few moments. But listen, let's step into some of these other games this weekend because we've got more than enough uh, to cover. And I would start with what we've got tomorrow night. I know we've got a couple of good games during the day, but Amber, you especially as a Dolphin fan, I cannot wait for this game. And I have never been in a position where I can't wait for a game where I believe one team has absolutely no chance to win. <laughs> and it's no offense to you. And you're talking you. about the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's no offense to the Dolphins, although I could certainly see where it would be taken that way. But I don't feel like they have any shot in this kind of circumstance to go and win a game where it's going to be snowing, it's going to be windy, it's going to be in the 20s. It is an absolutely brutal, brutal scenario to try to play in. Uh, The key to knowing that you just said something offensive is that you said no offense before you said it. And (laughs) certainly uh, it's it's offensive to Dolphins fans. You saw Mike McDaniel. Right. No disrespect. (laughs) With all due respect, uh, Mike McDaniel's out there with the, you know, I wish it was colder t-shirt on at practice, which I absolutely love. The reality is there's no way for it to be colder in Miami. Like you can crank down that AC as low as it goes in that bubble it ain't going to simulate what's going to happen there. It's not there, getting to 20. It might get to 65. <laughs> right, which 65 is freezing for us down here in Florida, <laughs> mind you. I have all my fireplaces on and like three sweaters when it gets to 65. I am not a professional football player, and I'm not going to claim to be nearly as tough as one. However, I have lived in Florida for my entire life, and I can tell you, as somebody who is very accustomed to 90 degrees and 100% humidity, I am going to ESPN next week to Bristol in Connecticut and I am scared Carla I like legitimately <laughs> scared I, I ordered online a whole new set of sweaters because I don't even own any to make these trips for ESPN to Connecticut in New York and I am scared in my soul of walking from my car to my hotel and from my car into ESPN I cannot imagine what it's, it's like to actually be walk. in the elevator <laughs> right 
I cannot imagine what it's like to actually be in the elements for four hours having to do something physical. And so I do think that the weather is a factor here. What I think is interesting, though, because, of course, the weather is a factor for Miami. And listen, the weather, in all fairness, the weather was a factor for Buffalo last time they were down in Miami and lost to the Dolphins, right, when it was 110 degrees. We have our own home field advantage down here as well. No question. But – I also think what's interesting is I don't even think that the weather suits the Bills, which is weird about this Bills team just schematically. Like, let's put a dome on the stadium and let's see what Josh Allen can do in a controlled <laughs> environment because I feel like it would be a lot prettier than what we're going to see on Saturday from either of these teams, Frank. So, here, so here's what's interesting about that. I don't disagree that it, it doesn't fully suit what the Bills want to be offensively. It's not like they're, you know from the 80s and they want to run the football down your throat and they're going to come up and tough it out and all that. I do think, though, that you have a quarterback that was used to cold weather in Josh Allen uh, throughout his collegiate career. And when you watch him throw the football, I don't think the Bills get affected all that much by the weather conditions because, I mean, the guy's got a howitzer for an arm. I did the game up in Buffalo last year in Week 18 with the Jets and the Bills. And that was similar kind of conditions to what we're going to see tomorrow night. Freezing, uh, icy rain slash snow, just nobody wants to be in it. And they didn't have much of a problem running their offense in that kind of weather. So that's where I think um, they're going to be okay. But here's the thing. Like, you're talking about Mike McDaniel's shirt. Listen to Mike McDaniel this week on going to play up in Buffalo. Yeah, listen, I I do think the Dolphins, while they have been asked about it a ton, certainly have spoken about it a ton. And I'm interested to get the perspective here of Rob Ninkovich, who joins us, ESPN NFL analyst. Rob, it's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Greeny today. We appreciate the time. Let's just start here. You've played for both. You've been in that situation of being in Miami and being in New England uh, for the Patriots. So you know hot weather and cold weather. Tell me about what this is going to mean for the Dolphins going into this tomorrow night. Well, you know, I think, um, you know, being in Florida definitely spoils you when it is December. And and a lot of guys on this football team played in cold climates. But when you're down there and you're practicing in this in the nice weather, you get used to it. And, you know, your your hands and the, your pads and the way the field um turf feels and the, and the way that the ball feels coming out of your hand, those are all different when it's in cold weather, which you really can't, you can't practice in those conditions. You just can't do it. You can't replicate that unless you're in a cold state, obviously. So, you know, I do believe, yeah, it's a little bit of mindset, but the head coach had a shirt on that said, I wish it was colder. You know, like he kind of put that out there to where he's trying to make it not a thing for the players. Um, but at the end of the day, it's going to be really tough for the Miami Dolphins to go up to Buffalo in cold conditions with snow that you ha- you haven't experienced and go win that football game. It's really, really tough. And I just know from experience sitting on a beach in Christmas time, it's really tough to go up to six, six inches of snow and go play um, a football game. 
Nink, uh, I want to transition here because, like you said, there, there's no way to predict what is going to happen when the Dolphins go up. It's like a simulation, though. You can't simulate it down in Miami. I feel like we're living in a simulation with what's happening in San Francisco where we've come up with a simulation where we just take Mr. Irrelevant and we plug him into Shanahan's offense, and it looks pretty darn good. 17 of 26 last night, 217, a couple scores, no interceptions. Have you ever seen anything like this? Like, is Shanahan just this much of a genius, or is it possible? possible that we all overlooked what Brock Purdy could bring to an NFL offense when he was coming out of college? Well, I think it's a perfect storm of offensive coordinating with, you know, having McCaffrey, having Kittle, having a great offensive line, having a top defense that only allows 15 points a game. That really helps a young player come into a position and really play well. I didn't think he was going to win. I didn't think they were going to win last night. I thought that Purdy might have a tough time, and they, he, I was wrong. He shocked me. I was literally sitting there like, wow, this kid looks terrific. So with that being said, I think they could win not only one playoff game, but I think they could ride this defense, and when you get Debo back, if Purdy continues to play at this level, I think they could get themselves into a Super Bowl. I really do. So we'll find out here pretty soon if he can continue to play at this level, but right now, for Mr. You know, irrelevant, he's not irrelevant. The kid's playing great football. Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst, joining Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Rob, if you're game planning for him right now, what are you doing? You have to be watching that from a defensive player's standpoint last night. What has he not seen so far that might give him trouble? Well, I think we, we saw in the first game he took a few hits, and he's he's a little banged up, right? Mm-hmm. He's not a big guy. It's not like you're looking at Josh Allen. So you got to be careful that he doesn't get nicked up in a situation where he's running for a first down. You know, the young player doesn't really know when to get down, when to protect himself, takes a big hit, and then you're you're you know you're without Purdy. So I think those are the the game time experience things that certain guys you know you learn from that experience. And he just has to be on the field to experience those moments. Rob, Cowboys-Jags on Sunday at 1 p.m. The Cowboys obviously favored in that one, even though it's in Jacksonville. But a little birdie told me that you actually are taking the Jags in that game. Why? Well, I mean, the Jags are playing good football. Trevor Lawrence is playing really good. Um, In the last five games, he's got 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. He leads the NFL in the last five games with uh, his, his throwing percentage, completion percentage, that is. So, I just think that if they were to put their guard down and maybe look past Jacksonville, which there's been talks of Parsons and the Eagles going back and forth, um, I, I do believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars could win that football game if they're playing like they've been playing the last few weeks and the Cowboys put the, the same football that we saw last week against the Texans out there, they're going to get beat. Rob, what would concern you the most big picture with the Cowboys right now? Turnovers. Turnovers. Dak throwing the football in the coverage, turn the ball over. We saw it last week against the Texans. You do that against a good football team, you will lose. You mentioned the Cowboys looking ahead to the Eagles. Could the Eagles then get caught in a trap game this weekend against the Bears because maybe they're looking ahead to the Cowboys as well? No, I think they have a great mentality. I mean, every question that was thrown at the Eagles, they they were – solely focused on beating the Chicago Bears. 
you know, I, I think one of the linemen said, I'm not playing the Chicago Parsons. So um, I, they they seem to have a task at hand to go and win in Chicago, and I think they'll get that done. Rob, last one for me. Uh, what other game do you look at this weekend, whether it's Lions-Jets, uh, Giants-Commanders? What game do you look at that has your attention the most? I think uh, I, I really want to see this Lions team. You know, how are they going to do on the road? And, you know, it might be raining. I know right now I'm looking out this window, it's raining. So the conditions might be a little bit nasty. The Lions haven't played great on the road. You know, that'll tell you what kind of team they are if they can win this football game on the road. Rob, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Rob Nikovich, ESPN NFL analyst. I think he's outstanding at this. He's he's really turned out to be so good and points out some of those things that you don't necessarily see. It's Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, uh, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. I want you to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Are you a big cook? No. Yeah, me neither. I mean, putting me on the spot. I. Here's the thing. Like, my best instrument with which to cook is an app on my phone. I, honestly, <laughs> for dinner. It is Grubhub or it is ordering something along those lines. And so Bubba sent us today the top orders this year on Grubhub, but he sent them to us, and I didn't look at them yet, and neither did you. Nope. So Bubba, explain. This is for the the most ordered foods for the entire past year. Is that accurate? Yep. We have Grubhub's top takeout orders of 2022. We have their top 10 overall, also the favorite desserts, and top alcoholic beverages. Hmm. So, my question to you is, what do you think is the number one, just general, it's not like from a specific place or whatever, what was the number one most ordered meal from Grubhub? Is it too simple to say pizza, Amber? Well, here's the thing with pizza. I feel like, do you order pizza through Grubhub? I guess maybe. I don't. I order yeah. through the place that that's I like. That's a good point. Pizza delivery places. So I feel yeah. like if we're talking Grubhub or Uber Eats or any of these other food delivery services, that's not going to be the most imp- the most common thing. I do think that if we just general the most common food ordered in the USA, it would be pizza, but right. not through that app. Right, I agree, which is what leads me to believe that wings is the correct answer. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, wings is a good one. What do you one. think? I am having a hard time debating here between something as simple as, you know, donuts, uh, which I would imagine off. Well, because I'm thinking like offices all over the country are probably ordering things like that in the mornings for their employees. But I'm going to go with tacos. Tacos. Yeah. Bubba. All right. The number one. Well, wings is number 10. So wings made the list, but they're number 10. Number Number one. Is if you think about it, it makes sense. It's burritos. Oh, I was so close. Oh Come wow, on. burritos, taco burritos. Yeah, so you know, I, I guess we'll is give that you... because like Chipotle doesn't th- deliver. That's and... what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, you know, you go to Chipotle. Although actually, Chipotle does deliver. In they do places. deliver on their own. I did yeah, not know. Yeah, they that. deliver on their own. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I actually found okay. that out. Yesterday. So number two was burgers, 
Right. And then number three was still pizza. Here's my problem with ordering the burger. There are too many things that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. It's Soggy honestly... Yeah, if you're ordering a you. burger from Grubhub, I mean... Yeah, I mean, first of all, if you're ordering a burger from Grubhub through like a fast food place or whatever, that's just... What are we doing? Uh, then if you're ordering it from another place, you're ordering a burger, I'm assuming you're ordering some fries with it. Way too easy for those fries to get incredibly soggy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you get lettuce and tomato with the burger, that's going to make the fries soggy. The burger's going to cook out. And listen, you can tell I could go on for this for about an yeah, hour. Yeah, I'm with you because I also am one that tends to utilize apps to deliver me food uh, yeah. incredibly far too often. And if you are an expert like me and Carlin, part of the equation has to be the soggy factor by the time yes. the food gets to you. It's not the same as ordering at a restaurant by any means. No, Bubba. I mean, the soggy factor is a killer. What else is in there that I might be surprised with? Like, don't tell me salads are on there. Caesar salad, number eight. Oh, my God. I mean, salads is what I normally order. <laughs> oh, well, okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the re- a chicken quesadilla, California roll, fried chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah, I order okay. a lot of sushi. So, yeah, okay. I mean, that's the rest. You know, Caesar salad number eight, though. What about your favorite dessert? What do you think is the number one dessert ordered through Grubhub? Oh, I'm going cookies there. I think cookies from, like... Those specialized cookie places like Insomnia or Crumble. Yeah, that's I would right. go cookies. That's a good one. That's probably right. Um, I'll just say like ice cream cake to be different than Carlin, but Carlin's probably right. The cookies are number three. The correct oh. answer is tiramisu. Oh. Really? So eh, tiramisu. I, I didn't expect. They're ordering tiramisu on on uh, Grubhub in Iowa. And number uh, two is baklava. Baklava. <laughs> so uh, people are really Very exotic dessert. Really getting wow. out there, yeah. Cheesecake four and a brownie number five. Okay. Flan is number ten. What? Alcohol. I mean, how could it not be beer? Right. It's got to be beer. That's got to be gotta the number. Be no, beer. no. You know what? It could be wine. Oh, it's beer. It's beer. <laughs> yep. Beer is one, and then margaritas are two. Margaritas over wine. Margaritas. Really? Yeah. Saki. Saki margar- is three. Pina colada is four, and Whoa, then wine. Hold on, pina colada. I mean, that can't be a frozen pina colada. Obviously, yeah. I mean, these drinks cannot be good by the time they get to you, right? Like, I've never no. ordered a mixed drink through an app. And I might argue that, like, if you're going to go with a margarita and a pina colada, and you're ordering it, like, I have never been in a spot where I'm sitting at home, no, and I say, <laughs> you know what? I don't have the ingredients, so I have got a hankering for a margarita. Let me hit up Grubhub. Yeah, let me fire up the Grubhub and get a margarita. These people have to be on vacation in Florida or something. This makes no sense that those are the top. Grubhub from Chili's. Florida, Florida man orders a margarita from Grubhub. I can see that. It makes a lot of sense down here. It's Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I got a lot of, lot of questions after that. Meanwhile... A guy who doesn't have a lot of questions with the kind of player he is is Micah Parsons, but he did something yesterday that I just think is flat-out inexcusable after he made his comments earlier this week. We'll get to that in just moments. Now, if you're hiring, you know the struggle. Quickly finding the best candidates for your team can seem like an impossible task. ZipRecruiter makes it easy to find exactly who you're looking for. From accountants to zoologists, ZipRecruiter makes it easy to find the right person for the job. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. When you're ready to build a winning team, let ZipRecruiter help you build the perfect roster. You can try it 
for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Amber Wilson, Chris Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Greeny, the podcast. A little bit of breaking news in the last few minutes. This from Adam Schefter. Jets doctors will not clear Mike White for contact before Sunday's game against Detroit, and thus Zach Wilson will start against the Lions. White wanted to play in his practice, but Jets doctors are not signing off. Thus, Wilson is back as Jets starting quarterback. Wow. You cannot feel good about that if you're in New York right now. And I'm not sure the locker room feels great about that either, considering all the reports that have come out of that locker room over the last month. Yeah, it's pretty clear that that he has been the uh, – that Mike White has absolutely been the guy that they prefer. And Zach Wilson has rubbed a lot of guys the wrong way. But according to Adam Schefter, he did get the majority of practice reps this week uh, because he was not cleared, because White was not cleared Um so there we are. So the Jets now uh, are in a very, very interesting situation going up against the Lions on Sunday. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio has you covered for bowl game action. Tune in today. It's the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. Coverage begins 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Amber, Micah Parsons made his comments earlier this week in relation uh, to Jalen Hurts maybe not being the MVP, maybe it had a lot more to do with 
the fact that the Eagles have a really good defense and their system offensively. Listen, you want to make that comment? That's fine. Canty and I talked about it a lot. Canty's saying, well, maybe he's trying to set up his teammates for next week of not putting Jalen Hurts on any kind of a pedestal moving forward. But then yesterday, Amber, he gave it the old, well, you know, they only took one of the little sound bites from the interview and it's out of context. Like, dude, if you're saying it, just say it. Just just back it up. We all heard it. There was nothing out of context from that. You always got to go with the out of context, the old out of context, right? Even though oh, you can listen to that whole Von cast, right? Because he was on Von Miller's podcast when he made the comment. He said it's system and team. That is quite literally the direct quote there from Micah Parsons. It's not something insane to say, but we know if you say that about that market, a team in that market, certainly there is going to be reaction to it. There's going to be a reaction if you're saying it about the guy right now who's the front runner for the MVP or about the team right now that's the best team in the NFL and though because of that there's going to be a bunch of media storms surrounding it I love it because of course also you and I are in the business of content so give me that content Micah (laughs) please be honest give me more transparency don't bother to walk it back I actually just think the root of what he said though Ain't that crazy? I mean, I understand what Jalen Hurts has looked like this season. I also saw a dude last night who was Mr. Irrelevant have a 117 passer rating. I don't know what I'm watching out here with these quarterbacks. Is it Jalen Hurts? Could I put Brock Purdy into that system and he'd look like Jalen this year? I don't know. Jalen Hurts has some insane weapons and the best O-line in the game. But I think when Micah walked back these comments, the thing that he said that I felt like it was a smart thing for him to say is he said, hey, I'm a defensive guy. I just don't think that Eagles defense gets enough credit. I think it's more about that Eagles D than the offense. And I mean, that's a reasonable take from a guy like Parsons. Here is A.J. Brown, who is on KJM this morning in relation to the Parsons comments. It wasn't no conversation. It wasn't no conversation. It was just it was focus on Chicago. I'm sure we'll discuss that when we'll discuss the Cowboys in another week, but it wasn't no conversation about Michael Parsons at all. That's not our focus. We're focused on Chicago trying to get a win this week. So that's the answer. You give it no energy at all. It doesn't deserve your time nah, until it, it deserves your time. No, 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 no. No energy at all, like you said. And, that, and that's the one perception. Like, Listen, I get it from the Eagles' standpoint. They are not giving it any energy, but I do have a feeling, as Canty and I were talking about yesterday, if they get a chance, Amber, they are going to run it up. They are going to go after the Cowboys next week, not just winning the game, but going after it pretty good. I mean, they're saying the right things. You don't want to get caught looking ahead when you've got the Bears coming up, but let's be honest, they're looking ahead. We all yeah, I don't think there's any doubt they're looking ahead. Listen, we're looking ahead to make some money next. Friday on Barton Hahn, the 49ers wrap up the NFC West with a win over the Seahawks. We'll get into that and the rest of the NFL week number 15. It's Barton Hahn, 12 o'clock Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.